Welcome to Mariners Church Gospel Everyday Podcast. Over the next few weeks, the team at Mariners is prayerfully planning for our next season of ministry as we close out our fiscal year, June 30th. If you want to be a part of the vision God has given Mariners to inspire people to follow Jesus and fearlessly change the world, you can head to marinerschurch.org give, give through the Mariners app, or click the link in the show notes to set up your one-time or reoccurring gift. Your support of the ministry at Mariners equips us to reach our world with the hope of Jesus and serve those around us in his name. Thanks for your generosity and God bless you. Hello, welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church Annual Read. There is unlimited grace for us today, no matter what happens because of who Jesus is and what he has done. I am Inez Franklin, your host for today. Today's reading is from Proverbs 12, verse 13 and 14. Evildoers are trapped by their sinful talk, and so the innocent escape trouble. From the fruit of their lips, people are filled with good things, and the work of their hands bring them reward. We've been reflecting on how our speech, what we say, and how we say it has power. Yesterday, we looked at the power of our words to divide, to break down relationships and stir up conflict. We ended up with a prayer, right? Asking God to help us tame our tongue. And clearly, there are benefits of restraining our tongue. It's good for us. It's good for our hearts, and it also brings benefit to others. Now, today's proverb starts out with a bigger warning than yesterday. And actually, when you read it, it's a pretty good motivation to tame our tongues. The Kellers remind us that sometimes we say words because we feel them, but later we feel them more because we said them. Words have a way of growing inside our hearts and our minds, and and that of others as well. Additionally, the proverb in verse 12, 13, it present for, presents for us a visual picture of the consequences of our words. It has a trap metaphor, and it depicts sinful talk as a snare that ends up capturing the speaker. Now, think of a metal trap that has an upper and a lower jaw with sharp teeth that sink in when the jaw is closed. Sinful talk, it's like this menacing metal trap. It closes down upon the person speaking. Thus, the tables are turned, right? The the oppressor is caught while the innocent escape. Some translations read this verse, verse 13, like this. They say, we trap ourselves by telling lies. Or an evil person is caught in the trap of his own lies. None of us want that. Now, the opposite happens when the righteous, the innocent, escape trouble instead of being trapped. The Hebrew word for trouble, it denotes a a mental and physical strain. So the proverb doesn't tell us how the righteous escape mental and physical pain or whether it's by his or her own action or by the action of God, but it does promise that they will escape, and we all want that. Then on verse 14, we have yet another motivation to tame our tongues with the help of the Holy Spirit. The proverb pulls together the consequences of our speech and our actions. Verse 14, it says, From the fruit of their lips, people are filled with good things. And in that verse, we're reminded that there are important benefits to using our words for the good. They can be used to fill, to build up, to encourage, to comfort, to heal, and do so much more. 
Our virtuous speech can bring good to ourselves and to others. So today's two Proverbs, they kind of highlight that kingdom of, that the kingdom of God has an unchanging law. Whatever we sow, we should also reap. And it's a general rule of justice that even Paul highlights in Romans chapter 2, verse 6, where he says, God will repay each person according to what they have done. In Galatians 6, 7, 9, where it says, Don't be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. Listen, it continues to say, Whoever sows to please their flesh from the flesh will reap destruction. Whoever sows to please the Spirit from the Spirit will reap eternal life. So let us not become weary in doing good. For at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. The way of shaping the power of words in our lives is to seek God's help, especially when we're tempted to say those dreadful words that we know are going to bring harm to us and to others, words that will actually entrap us where we are enslaved or imprisoned by them. When I was in high school, there was a a boy that I greatly admired. Now, I don't remember his name, and no, I did not have a crush on him. Perhaps I, I knew that I was nowhere close to his league, right? But frankly, my admiration had nothing to do with romantic notions. What I really appreciated about him was the way he used his words. He was composed, calm, and very careful with his words. He used kind words. He was even kind to me. I, over here on the other side, was hyper, impulsive, certainly sloppy with my words. And I was especially annoying and quite possibly unattractive because I had a habit of answering before listening. I was not slow to speak. And out of my heart would come out words that were not filled with good things. He was the opposite. Even his physical posture was better. He exuded this calm confidence that I lacked. And every time I was around him, I would whisper to myself, I want to be like him. Maybe one day I will be like him. Now I realize that this young man was probably not perfect. He is probably just as flawed as any one of us. And I assume he said a thing or two that he now regrets. But when I think about the ways I have misused words, words that fill my life and others with dread, my heart aches. Now, I realize that shame is not the strategy of improving this area of our lives. Rather, since we live under abundant grace, thanks to Jesus, right? Grace upon grace. A better way is to celebrate it when we get it right. And so today, as we go about our days, let's listen to our words. Yesterday, we were listening to our words to see when we use them poorly. Today, I want us to fix our eyes and see when we use them well. When we see our words actually building up strengthening, encouraging, bringing comfort, bringing hope, because our words have the power to do so. And I know in our hearts, we will feel a freedom and a peace and a calm and a sense of confidence and a deep joy. I I know when I have, when I have actually said the right thing, and not not just because I come up with it, because I mean it. I, I say something to someone that I really mean it. I highlight something about them. That, that I know it's true, but maybe I just wasn't looking to say it before. When I do that, and I see the response, and I see how it affects them, it brings a great deal of joy in my heart. And so today, let's be people that build up with our words. That let's live in that freedom instead of being entrapped by our lies. Let's fix our eyes on Jesus. And remember, he was the only one that was perfect, and only he can help us control what we say. 
And so our constant prayer should always be, maybe one day we will be like him. And that is what God promises. He's making us more and more like his son. So let us pray. Oh, Lord, our God, we just thank you. We thank you for the good that you want to do in our lives to make us more and more like your son. And we thank you that through your son, we live under amazing grace. And that grace, oh God, is a grace that is unending. Your love, nothing will separate us from that love. And yet, oh God, we want to uh, use our words to bring good into the lives of others. And so today, would you help us? Would you help us see places around us or people or situations that we can speak good words over, that we can sing psalms and hymns over, you know, that we can celebrate, Lord. And when we get it right, would you point it out to us so that we can feel the difference between being entrapped by our lies, by our words that bring damage, or feel the freedom that comes when we say something that edifies and strengthens and brings calm and peace and comfort and joy to someone else. Lord, make that, make that difference deep in our hearts so that we would always lean towards being people of encouragement and strength to others. We thank you, God, that we are on this spiritual journey with you and that step by step you walk with us and you help us and you guide us. And so we are already thanking you for the work that you are going to be doing in our hearts today. And so we praise you. We praise you ahead of time. And all this we do in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks so much for allowing us to be a part of your day. Please be sure to subscribe and share. You can tune in tomorrow for fresh new content. And remember, no matter what happens, there is unlimited grace for us today because of who Jesus is and what he has done. For questions about service times and more, you can access all information about Mariner's Church by downloading the Mariner's app at your favorite app store, visiting the website at marinerschurch.org, or by finding us on Instagram, Instagram handle Mariner's Church. Till next time, have a great day.